Hey there, fam. It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. And tonight, I am talking about the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 NASCAR DFS at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Let's get to it. To start everything off, let's talk about a couple things that happened last week. And we're going to jump into the cheat sheet to show what type of information uh, that I ended up handing out in the video for uh, last week's Daytona 500. And real quickly here, I'm going to look at the sheet. We're going to look at the far left. And you can see the top three names, Kyle Busch, Eric Jones, Michael McDowell, were the three names that I gave out in the video last week. And they were the top three scores. None of them finishing in first. That was Denny Hamlin with 63 and a half DK points. And your and your pole position sitter was William Byron with only 16 and a half points. So again, with all the wrecks, we knew this was going to happen. We had to take people from the back moving forward. So that's what we ended up doing. I also said it was fading. Brad Keselowski did not have him on any lineups. 40% owned. 57 and a half points. I said I'd be screwed if he got like the top five points. Well, he ended up in eighth out of points, so it was okay. Made a nice profit last week. Got to keep it going this week. Not saying that I'm going to be able to continue giving out the top three scores every week. It would be awesome if I could do that. But um, would like to give out some more winning information. So let's get a little detail in about this week's race in Atlanta. Very old track, right? Uh, 22 years was the last time it was like uh, redone or whatever. So old track, going to be tire wear to talk about. But uh, we got to talk about the new uh, packages as well. The tapered spacers, uh, really bringing the horsepower down from 750 horsepower to 550 horsepower. The uh, spoilers are huge. If you've not seen the spoilers on the back end of the car, uh, it looks kind of comical, honestly. And uh, again, this is a drag type of thing happening in the car. So going to see some closer races this year. And I made a comment to someone saying uh, that it reminds me of like when um, baseball players were all juicing and you know, the second baseman caught up to all like the first baseman that were hitting the home runs from the years previous and the second baseman could hit it uh, super hard and far. So it is leveling out the playing field a little bit with the way the specs and kits are set up for these new NASCAR packages. So that's that's the, the package at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, tire wear because of this might not be as uh, tough as it has been in the past. If we look into the times, and I have this all on my cheat sheet as well, uh, we'll go to the qualifying times and whatnot right here. If we look at the times for the first practice, uh, and the speed, it really was um, slower, you know, a, a few miles per hour slower. And I have them in my notes on the very front page as well. So when we click to the front page, go all the way to right, I have the note that the practice times were a second slower than last year, roughly five and a half to six miles per hour slower than they have been uh, last year as well. So you can see the difference in speed for this weekend's race. 
The uh, last thing I'll talk about before I get into drivers as well is um, I'm going to be fading once again the top-priced player in the field, that is Kevin Harvick. I really feel like he is the loser to all this uh, equality coming on in the races with, with the horsepower coming down, with the NASCAR wanting closer races and stacked races. Uh, Harvick's really going to be the ultimate loser, uh, or I should say the big three are, but Harvick's price at 12200 little too high for me to uh, swallow this week to build some good teams. So going to do a hard fade. I don't care where he's starting. I think he's starting in uh, 20, no, 18th. Uh, just not back far enough for me to want to grab him. Um, and the other thing is uh, the gentleman right under him, Logano, uh, yeah, it's going to probably be the highest owned. So I might do a hard fade on him as well, starting in 27th. Uh, but... Uh, that's just me saying what I'm going to be doing this week as I'm approaching to uh, to make my teams here. Before we jump in fully, though, uh, I do put on like a small $1 winner-take-all tournament. I actually ended up winning it uh, last week, um, but I know other people can as also. So we have a few people in that. Uh, if it reaches up to 10 then I'll make it top two, get paid out. But if you'd like to join and you weren't in it last week, leave your DraftKings handle in the comments below along with any questions or comments, uh, and we'll go ahead and add you to that. I'll put that up. I'll make that tournament at about uh, midnight tonight, somewhere around there. So if you're watching this on Sunday, uh, we'll try to get you in next week or let me know by hitting me up on Twitter or something that you want to join in on it and I'll start adding you to that. Let's get to the cheat sheet and the people that I like this weekend. First up, um, three, go- uh, three drivers that I'll give out to you this week and two other ones on the email list. So if you have not subscribed to the email, links down below. Click on the email list. It's free, and we'll send out two more drivers on there. First up at 9,500 on DraftKings is Martin Truex Jr. He's 12.5 on FanDuel, so a little bit pricey on there if you wanted to grab him. But he's ranking second in my model, and what I graded out this week is I'm still taking the approach like a restrictor plate type of race. So a lot of qualifying versus practice times is big. I did want to know that they're doing well in practice, so I did that in there. Um, track ranking and uh, you know their driver rating on here, I definitely put some on there. I put a lot more to track type because I wanted drivers that are have been doing well here at this type of track with all different conditions over the last two years. And then recent form, I added a little bit also. But Really heavy on the track type and the qualifying versus practice uh, times, more so than I was last year. And Truex really hits that. He's starting in ninth. He put up a really couple good practice sessions and a decent 10-lap average time as well. So I like him as you know grabbing someone up from top if you didn't want to go all the way to Julia Lagana or up one to Chase Elliott, which will probably be a little bit highly owned as well. Uh, Truex Jr. is someone I'll look at. The next driver is going to be uh, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch at 8,596 on FanDuel, ranking fourth in my model, starting in eighth. 
put up a fourth and sixth in the practice sessions. So he's got a little bit of differential there, still starting up uh, fairly close to the top. But I think he can do well here. He has a good history here. His driver rating uh, is much better than the few guys, uh, you know, up to 9,500, all the way up to like Truex. Is a, he, so he ranks out very well here. Again, this race is going to be different than normal. So it is something we have to look at. Um, before we jump to the final driver here, let's go to past ownership and see if we can find any type of leverage as far as who got burned last week and people will be off of. Uh, people are 30, almost 33% of the people were on Kevin Harvick. He burned a lot of people. Truex Jr. burned a lot of people, 23% owned, minus 13 points. So that's why I love going to Harvick here. Uh, Kurt Busch also did not do well for people, so I like going to him. That's why I picked those two guys up. And um, some sneaky guys. I'm definitely going over a sneaky guy. And when we look up top, we see that Ross Chastain was low-owned. Ryan Priest, uh, who I kind of like, was very low-owned. People that people don't realize who they are. B.G. McLeod, uh, yeah, he got a lot of points. I wouldn't get on him. not really big on him. But we're going to look at Parker uh Klingerin, maybe, uh, but the guy I'm going at is going to be Daniel Hemrick at 6,800, 5,000 on FanDuel. Okay, he ranks 29th in my model. I get it. What's, what's, why do I like him? Well, it's because he's missing track history here over the last two years and track type. Um, we only have his driver rating over the last six to really go off of. So he's missing a lot of data. He's starting in 28th. When you look at the people that are like right in front of him, it is Lugano, uh, Blaney, and uh, Ryan Priest. So he has these these drivers that he can keep up with uh, with some good speed. Uh, if he can do that and draft off him, he should move up pretty pretty nicely. Put up some really good. Uh, practice sessions and is you know fifth best in the 10 lap average and that second practice is really helping out so good point differential there uh for qualifying versus practice now we have to remember that there are 325 laps on this uh, 1.54 mile track so that gives us 162 and a half points for fastest laps and 81 and a quarter points for laps led total. So if you're looking at dominators, which again, we don't know what's going to happen, um, then the dominators will get a ton of points. I don't really have those written in here, unfortunately. Um, the stages as well, I didn't go over. The stages are 85 laps, 85 laps, and then 155 laps for the final stage if you're looking at something to do in that realm or that area of stage laps. But uh, Heinrich, what I noticed is when I went back to the Xfinity and looked over the last two years of Xfinity, he finished ninth and 11th there in Xfinity um, in his two races here. So he knows this track as good as some of the other guys. So when you take that uh, 42 ranking off of track ranking, it's really going to be better than that. Can't say that's going to be great, but it's going to be much better than the 42. And that's bringing the score down a lot. That's why he's 29th in my model. Again, uh, if you'd like the two extra drivers, just subscribe to the email list. It's 100% free right down there at the bottom in the description. Click on that. And if you'd like to join the $1 winner take all, if it reaches a certain number, I'll make it top two and so forth. And we'll keep on adding you each week. Just let me know in the comments. Put your DraftKings handle on there. And, of course, if you want to ask a question or whatnot, you can hit me up on the comments. 
also on Twitter at ShakeStrainBet, where I'll put all this. Remember to retweet and like, uh, and you'll get access to Cheat Sheet super easy. All you have to do is comment and then email me. So that way I have your email address so I can add you to the cheat sheet. It's 100% free, but it needs email access. Or you can retweet and like my content on Twitter, the NASCAR info, and then DM me after you retweet or like uh, with your email address, and I'll add you on that. If I missed you last week, I apologize. It is uh, sometimes with all the info coming in a little bit tough right before race time. So if I didn't get you last week, just remind me by the email or Twitter DM, and we'll get you set up on that. As always, best of luck this week, not only with your DFS, but with everything you got going on in life. Cheers.